Hi, welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. It's great to be back after weeks of health issues, and I want to thank those of you who sent me well wishes. This week's episode is a little longer than usual, and I guess I'm making up for lost time. In this week's Motivation for Momentum, I want to talk about authenticity and rights. I'm seeing a very disturbing trend in the older generations, and instead of being a light and inspiration to younger people, some are following what younger people are doing. Sometimes that's a good thing, but sometimes it's disastrous. My and older generations were raised and taught to respect our elders. If we had an opinion or wanted to share something, we were taught to do it in a respectful manner, and we accepted that we won't always agree with other people. If you're thinking this is about the election, it's not. It's about the direction our society is headed and what we can do to make things better. The reality is that it's impossible for all of us to have our rights at the exact same time, so we have to work together and use common sense and give and take. For instance, if someone wants to talk about God and you don't want to hear about it, you have the freedom and right to walk away or respectfully disagree. The person who wants to speak about God also has the responsibility to recognize if it's an appropriate time to share or not. No matter which side you're on, you don't have the right to be rude, disrespectful, or do anything that's hurtful or destructive. Nor do you have the right to tell someone that they can't talk about God or that they have to listen, because then you're taking their rights away. It's the same options that the situation's reversed. Here's another example, and yes, I realize scouts have been forced to take the opposite sex, but should that have happened? If a girl wants to join Boy Scouts or a boy wants to join Girl Scouts, you're taking away the rights of those groups when you say they have to let them be a part of that program. I'm not saying girls and boys shouldn't be in co-ed programs, but there's nothing wrong with having groups that are only one sex, and they have the right to assemble as they see fit. We confuse rights with equality. If a child wants to join a scouts program of the opposite sex and an already established group chooses not to have mixed sexes, they have the equal opportunity to start their own co-ed group. They don't have the right to take away the rights of others by making everyone accept them into their group. We have to get this all-inclusive idea out of our heads and show younger people how to do so in a respectful manner. People want diversity, but then they demand everybody think and act just like them. You can't have it both ways. Here's another example. I've been seeing the most hateful, bullying, and disrespectful posts on Facebook. And I hate to say that some of the worst are coming from older people who should know better. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Everyone has freedom of speech, but there are responsibilities that come with freedom of speech. It doesn't mean that you can just vomit out every thought that comes into your head nor does it mean you have the right to be as vile as possible. Quite honestly, I'm really confused as to how people can justify saying someone is being a bully or a bigot when they themselves are slamming that person in vile, hateful ways. They're becoming exactly what they're accusing the other person of being, all while justifying their words and actions because the other person so-called deserves it. It's kind of like the old saying that was popular with the great comedian Flip Wilson back in the 60s and 70s. If you can remember that far back, he had a character that he portrayed called Geraldine, and if she would do something wrong, she'd always say, the devil made me do it. Whether we agree with someone or not, 
We need to be respectful. It doesn't matter who the person is or what they've done. No one deserves to be bullied or cut down or wished negative things to happen to them. Here's another example. We just finished up the Christmas season. This used to be the time of year when everybody was extremely happy and joyful and they came together and celebrated. But that isn't what we have now. I spoke with a number of people about their holiday experiences here. Many cities stopped putting up lights and decorating trees and city streets because they didn't want to offend anyone. Very little Christmas music was played, at least in the area that I live, and everyone was so afraid of offending anybody by saying Merry Christmas that they just didn't say anything at all. When I was growing up, we had our Christmas parties and Christmas concerts at school. If someone didn't want to attend or their religion didn't allow them to celebrate Christmas, they simply were excused from school that day. Out of 135 students in my class, there was only one person that didn't attend. Yet today, you're not even allowed to say the word Christmas in school. They're now called holiday parties and holiday concerts, and in many schools, they don't even allow parties or concerts anymore, all because we're trying to be this all-inclusive, don't-want-to-offend-anyone kind of society. The sad part is that in taking away those things, we've taken away the rights of the majority so we can be politically correct for the minority. When I say minority, I'm not talking about race, sexual preference, or anything like that. If I'm in a room of people who all love and are eating hot dogs, and I hate hot dogs, I am the minority. Common sense tells me that although I have the right and freedom of speech, it's not the time or place for me to start talking about how unhealthy I believe hot dogs are, nor should I demand everyone throw their hot dogs out and from now on they can only eat salads. If their food choice bothers me, then I can just go somewhere else. Why should I force anything and take away their right to eat what they want? I don't have to be hateful about it. I can tell them to have a nice day and find others who like to eat what I like. And I definitely don't need to protest, riot, or do any of that kind of stuff. That's just selfishness, not rights or freedom. By the way, as a side note, I happen to love hot dogs. We're not in this world for everyone to cater to us. We're in this world to benefit each other and to make it a wonderful place and experience for everyone. You have to give and take and take turns. People used to understand that, but now everybody just thinks they should get their own way. And I'm amazed at some of the crazy things going on, like the university where the students presented a document trying to demand that they institute a no-fail semester and that everyone should get a C or above. Their reasoning was because in 2016, they were so traumatized by various events and then had to take time out to go protest those things that they didn't have time to attend their classes or do their university coursework. Therefore, they expected the university to just give them all passing grades anyway. This is ludicrous. As a society, we've lost our common sense. As the older, more experienced generations, we need to show the way. Growing up, I remember always being told, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. These are great words to live by. Just because we have the right and freedom of speech doesn't mean we should say everything that comes to our mind. If people are doing things that you don't agree with, why would you want to be around them anyway? Why not just go where other like-minded people are instead of trying to take away the rights of others and force your way? We need to stop being offended by every little thing. 
We're supposed to take care of each other, not beat each other down. It's my and older generations that need to be setting the example and showing them how to get along rather than joining in with the younger people and being selfish and, quite frankly, immature. You didn't get where you are today without doing hard work. Older generations know what it's like to work hard, and I don't even understand how we've given this idea of entitlement to our children. All this has done is set them up for failure. I recently read an article of how one mother posted videos on Facebook of her children doing chores, and people were actually crucifying her, saying, how dare she make her children do her work, and that no child should have chores. This thinking is just ridiculous. There is nothing wrong with teaching your children how to be responsible and an active participant in a family and later in a society. I don't have a specific source to quote, but I'd venture to guess that most of you listening had chores growing up, and that was a key way for you to learn how to be responsible, as well as it provided a way for you to gain skills from doing those chores. As an adult, your success came from working hard. You put in the time, and most importantly, you got along with coworkers, even if you didn't care for or agreed with them. You knew how to work together. Generations before us knew how to work together to get results. But today's younger generations seem to need guidance in that area. Are we still going to have some people that are racist and do wrong things? Of course we are. It's not right, but there will always be those who choose to break laws and hurt others. There's no way to completely stop that kind of behavior. We've made some progress, but clearly much of what we've been doing isn't working. There are more people now on antidepressants than ever. Suicide rates are also higher. People are lonelier, and families are in crisis. We need to stop focusing so much on our differences and start emphasizing and using our positive similarities. We need to be okay with being excluded sometimes. We don't have to be included in everything because, again, the reality is it's virtually impossible for every single person to have their rights all at the same time, when they want it, the way they want it. It can't happen. It's physically impossible. So for this week's action steps, I'm asking you to pay attention to your words and actions and see if there's any way that you can add more kindness more consideration, more positive words, and be a better example of how we truly can get along. Go out of your way to compliment someone. If you see something that you don't like, instead of passing judgment or saying terrible things, invite them to have a soda or coffee and ask them questions about why they think or feel the way they do. So many times our reactions are because we fear something. We fear the unknown. The best way to overcome that is to get educated. Find out why people think or do things the way they do. Truly listen to understand, not to respond. And hopefully, because you respectfully listened and considered their side, in return, they'll ask you questions and genuinely listen to your side as well. And as we all get educated on one another, we can start to live more harmoniously with genuine understanding compassion, empathy, and positive attitude and energy. It's not about having to agree on everything, nor is it about forcing other people to do everything our way. It's about every single person doing their part working together as a community. 
working together as friends and family, and not seeing each other as constant enemies. Instead of looking for negative things to point out, let's change our attitudes and perspectives and look for the good. That's what authenticity is about. Look for ways and places where you can be tolerant, and if something is offending you, ask yourself why. Are you just trying to get everybody to be like you, or is something genuinely wrong? If you just want them to be like you, walk away and go somewhere else and find people that are like you and want to do things the way you want to do them. Diversity really is an incredibly wonderful thing. If something is really wrong, then respectfully state your case. I recently saw the movie Hidden Figures. It was a great example of how, even though there may be injustices, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. The three women that were the main characters definitely were not treated correctly, and their lives were much harder than they should have been. But instead of protesting and rioting, they worked hard. They persevered in the face of adversity. They chose or created the best times and opportunities to state their positions. And because of that, they were heard and they excelled. And they set an example. Let's all be positive examples and show how to work together. No business, marriage, friendship, or any other type of relationship or society can work or succeed if all the parties involved are trying to be selfish and demanding their way. There has to be concessions. There has to be taking turns and a meeting of minds. I truly hope that you'll take time this week, especially as we begin this new year, and look for ways that you can be a positive force for the good of all, not just a few. This isn't about taking sides. This is about the fact that we all have to live together. We've all heard the saying, choose your battles. Some things just aren't worth fighting about or being offended over. It's okay to say, hey, you stay here. I'm going to go find somewhere else that's more in line with my choices. I hope you'll do the action steps this week. But if you don't or don't agree with me, it's okay. I won't be offended. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas season, and I look forward to hearing your success stories in the coming year. If you're not already a member of the Facebook group for Living Authentically After 55, please be sure to look us up on Facebook and click on the Join button. We look forward to having you in our group. And if you are a member, feel free to share your positive stories, quips, and motivational quotes. We have lots of life to live yet, so let's live it in a positive way that also makes our world a better place. Share a smile, a cup of coffee, and have a great week. 